All right, welcome to Anime Archives with your host, <laughs> Ernest and John. <laughs> Ernest, it's been a long time since our last podcast. It's been uh, more than a long time. I don't even want to talk about how long it's been, but the life of a college student is hard when you take on five classes take, and just are not good at scheduling. Uh, as what my wife would say, I bullshit too much, and... Eventually, when you bullshit enough, it piles up, and then you're like, oh, sh- oh, snappers. I got all this stuff I got to do. Like, class trips, essays, and midterms, and then finals in 10 weeks. Got to plan better. But after this, I'm good for about three months. Nice. So it'll be smooth sailing. We should be able to crank it out a little bit more consistent. Except in August, I got that study abroad. That study abroad. For how long? Three weeks. So we'll be taking a three-week hiatus. <laughs> <in> <laughs> uh, uh, anyways, it's good to be back. Uh, this week, uh, we were supposed to do uh, our big promo that we talked about in Paranoia Agent. Uh, that was Beck Mongolian Chop Squad. That was so ready, so diligent to talk about and dive into it. Too. And maybe actually sing songs. Uh, you know, I was going to sing some songs, play play fake guitar because i don't know how to play guitar but you know i was gonna jam and have you hear my voice but that was not in the cards because i was not ready i didn't even did you watch any beck mongolian chop squad i can say i watched no episodes i couldn't i have i have the dvd so i, I am i just did not have the time i did i had I the time i had all the time in the world I had to read but with the new season of spring anime that just dropped on us I got overwhelmed with the title rush, and there's only so much time in our day for me to watch and check out some of the new stuff and give it a chance before it's gone forever. And that is for sure. And we had some ones from uh, that spring debut that we were excited for in uh, the winter quarter. Some were great. Some were uh, eh, and then they went downhill real quick. Some like had the potential. And I realized, I think I read this thing about uh, saw this thing on YouTube about It's Kai's being the best genre of anime now. It's probably the most popular. Most popular. Yeah. But I feel like uh, quite recently I'm starting to appreciate shonens again and how I kind of like something simple tale with two things. One made me go back into watching a series that I read manga of and was like, I'm going to watch this when it comes to the anime, but just stopped because of voice acting. And then one that I that was debuting this season. That I thought I was like, eh, maybe it'd be good because I watched one similar that came out on like Hulu anime. It was about vampires and stuff, and I was like, maybe it's gonna be kind of like that one, and not be as cool. Sephiroth of the Rain. Remember? Never seen it. Was it two, good? Two seasons. It's, it's, I can't even say. I, it has potential, but it's like it never goes where you want it to go, and it gets. It's, you know, I, I never. I don't think I. Uh, I'm not homophobe or anything, but there's a point where the main character and his best friend, they just cross his line. I was like, hey, just do it already, guys. Just do it. <laughs> Too much be sexual cold. tension in it, the it, It's like friendship tension, but it's like it's on the, the boundaries of being sexual. Hmm. I feel anyway. I don't think I should ever say I'm not trying to – I'm not homophobe. I, I feel like you out. say that. Yeah, that's when it draws the boundary. <laughs> <picture. Like>, uh, <laughs> But either way, I mean, um, it was something that kind of betrayed your expectations. Yeah, it's just like your friends on 
it's almost like your friend's a Nazi and you are on the side of the Axis forces, you know, you're the allies. And you're like, but I don't want to kill my friend. But I was like, he's a Nazi, dude. And he's like, I'm going to try to protect you too. I know, it's weird. What was the comparison for this? Nazis, like World War II, the Nazis and, and the allies. Yeah, comparison. What were we comparison? This is the, the, the main, the characters of Vampire, Sapphire, Vampire Randing. So we weren't comparing what? the gay friends to Nazis, right? No. We're talking about the situation they're both in. Because one is part of the demon slayers, of vampire slayers, and one is a vampire. I'm just going to be quiet. John, just lead it. Just lead it. <laughs> you watch the most anime, uh, so I'm going to let you just take the reign, the will. So, and, for uh, our spring 2019 uh, list that came out, I mean, there was a lot of things that came out, and obviously we can't watch them all. So, if, for instance, you feel like there's something we happen to miss, please send us an email at thisisanimearchives at gmail.com just so we know, hey, what is it that we might have missed this season that you might have to think, hey, this is good. So there's a lot that came out. There was stuff that came out that was continuing and pretty much also the brand new stuff for the season. So I have to go in with kind of, for me, the banger, the thing I was looking forward to. Yes. The anime to me that is like, it's hyped me up. I've probably watched every episode that's released at least a few times by now. And even rewatched some parts and rewound some parts in the middle of the episode because it was so epic. And that happens to be uh, Demon Slayer. Yep, yeah, Demon yeah, Slayer. I was like, okay. yeah, it's Demon Slayer. I always get it confused as between Demon Hunter or Demon Slayer. Yeah, For some true. reason, Hunter comes to mind, and it's, it's dumb, it's ridiculous, yeah. but it happens. And so, yes, yes, it's called Demon Slayer. There's seven episodes out. What this anime is, is uh, it's about uh, the main character, Tanjiro. He pretty much comes home and finds his family just slaughtered by a demon. So it's pretty much like typical yeah. revenge story. You see that. But gives you more of a sending feel because it's very mature in terms of its themes. Yeah. You, I mean, kind of like an Attack on Titan in terms of you don't expect some of the things and markings that you happen to see. His sister, Nezuko, uh, got turned into a demon. And so he's on this quest to pretty much become a demon slayer, turn her back, and see if that's even possible. It comes out on Saturdays. It's a five, It's rated five-star right now on Crunchyroll. I mean, I can say w- with the art style, the music, the dynamics between the characters, how it was written, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this anime. Uh, have you seen it? Do you enjoy it? Uh, yes, I... This was the one where I thought uh, I didn't want to get too hyped for it. So I hate getting hyped over the hype for something and getting disappointed. But Demon Slayer, yeah, it's it's got me. It, I think it snagged me in episode three. I believe it was episode three. three or four. Yeah, it was three. Uh, with this, it's just beautiful. This, I almost had like a John moment of loving the art. Where how animation can be so beautiful showing like the animation of these anime characters being like kind of realistic and then they have these special abilities where it's like actual art on on paper that they animate it into this and it's like watercolors like i'm looking at a beautiful uh, japanese artist just painting this beautiful portrait 
but it's all about battle and stuff. What do you think about that? It has a classical feel to it, for sure, that they really bring to life, especially with the ways. I mean, we've all seen that one um, Japanese famous painting where it was uh, the surfer, they were like a sailor, and there was a bunch of waves crashing down. And so when they use that style of art and this... I mean, so far, I would say every show has kind of been dark. And what I mean by dark is in terms of it's been mostly like at night or in terms of it's in a forest. There's like battles going around. And it's very rare that it's happened kind of in the daytime. So when you have kind of like a dark, these dark colors all the time, and then you have such a heavy contrast of a different art style on top of kind of like classically refined but like you said those watercolor like paints like it was really pretty like it was it had a beautiful aesthetic to it i i enjoyed it and that's kind of what made demon hunter stand out did you like um what do you think about the main character Tan, uh tanjiro and uh, also his his demon sister uh, nezuko um so tanjiro uh i immediately first i thought he was going to be uh because he's a kind soul, so I automatically thought he would be kind of a pacifist when it comes to uh, what would have to be set, because he wants to, you know, the main point is he wants to turn his sister back into a human after what happened, and, and kind of figure out what happened while he was away, because, you know, he was the main breadwinner in the family, because something happened to his dad, never really explained, but I'm pretty sure he just died. Uh, and I thought he would... Uh, not be able to do what is necessary. I thought he would be one of those guys who, like, yeah, these demons are bad, but I'm not going to kill them unless I know that they're guilty. And then he really he really shows compassion for the people he, he fights, but he also will take them down because he knows, like, they're inherently bad, but maybe they had a peaceful life. So it's, it's almost weird. Like, you hate a villain at one. There's an episode where you hate the guy, and then you see a kind of flashback of what what the life that he grew up to and that, you know, they became a monster. They weren't always a monster. No one asked to become a demon. Yeah. No one. Yeah. Unfortunately it happens to you and the people, you know. Yeah. And just even, even finding out that this person did all these tragic things to people that came before you, that you still shed a tear almost and show sympathy. And that's just a powerful thing of, it uh, makes me think of that warrior code. Like, you know, you don't just kill for, cause I'm I'm just a monster. I won't kill, but you show like, hey, this is this something I gotta carry with me for the rest of my life. You have to show a form of mercy, yeah, and some empathy and sympathy that is very hard for the person for anyone to naturally do, especially when they face a form of evil that they naturally disagree with, one hundred percent. And so, if you fully disagree, I mean, case in point, you're in the worst time, like a heavy war, and you're against, for instance, like a Nazi. At this point, you obviously inherently disagree with that person's ideas. <laughs> you bring it right back to the Nazi. I do. <laughs> full circle. Uh, <laughs> but you do that. Say you fully disagree with their ideals at this point. But what it does is just like at the end of war, just like what happens, there's that mercy and compassion involved. Yeah. And you know that that person's situations, who they were around, I mean, there was a lot of variables involved for them to become that way. And again, a little compassion or a lot at this point, especially in terms of murder. I mean, it's hard to do it. I want it's hard for me to even consider that. So that's yeah. why I enjoy this main character because we don't really know what he's going to do, where he's going to go. He's very compassionate, but like you said, he'll execute you quick. Yeah. Like he takes his training serious because he's like, more importantly, I want to 
give my sister peace. And I, and I respect that. And I, you know, what do you think? You, I know, uh, real quick that this is going to be a 26 episode anime. So it's minimally, minimally. That's if, you know, if it gets picked up immediately that they jump into it, or we just know that it's going to get picked up. And pretty sure right now, like it's really popular. So I, there's no doubt that I don't see it getting more seasons or picking out more, but, uh, what would you rank this, uh, so far for this anime so far i guess to say uh the crunchyroll gave it five stars yeah just by the standard audience i would agree with that just because Mm. for me i had high expectations for it i heard about it a couple months before it actually came out so and when it came out i was really excited for it and it blew my expectations out the water Mm. like i didn't expect to be getting as attached to the characters and what I'm excited to see, and unfortunately, it it frustrates me because it brings me back to the time as a child where I have to wait another damn week for an episode. Oh to come yeah, out. this is. And I used to hate that. It's never happened yeah. to me. But when we keep up on our seasonal anime, and there happens to be a banger like this, you're feeling that kind of burn again, especially yeah. in Demon uh Demon Slayer, because they usually end off in the middle of a battle or yeah, something like or that. Something and just picks up. This Demon Slayer is another anime that if uh, I talked to John before we started recording that it was it comes out early in the week you watch it you hype you feel great and then later in that week when other anime come out you're like let me check in Demon Slayer a new episode should be out too oh yeah it came out earlier this week it just makes you sad because you just want to continue it yeah it it really shows the whole need for like binge binge watching is great but you know anticipation off. This is good. Ah, so that yes. was the first one that pretty much uh, really stuck out. What was uh, one that stuck out for you for this season? Uh, I'm going to go into my romance bag for this one uh, because me and my wife started watching a romantic anime, and that is Fruits Baskets. Uh, I remember this back when I was uh, in middle school, when we would go to the library, and I remember just getting into manga, and Fruits Baskets was one of those popular manga genres. I read, like, maybe one, but, you know, I wasn't really into that romantic anime. I finished it back then. You did? Yeah, back <laughs> then. That was on this series. Yeah. I didn't watch any of the newer ones, but, yeah. I really but, liked it. Yeah, but uh, they are, they, this is 2019. They re-brought it back. Uh, it looks fantastic. It's beautiful. Uh, way different from the old anime drama. Like, if you look back to how it used to be, and now you just see, like, how much anime has changed. and. It's amazing, honestly, just how how different art is today in in comparison. She's been fascinated with like the Chinese zodiac that her beloved mother told her about when she was a child. Her mom, uh, her mother dies uh, suddenly, and she's forced to like move in with her grand her grandfather temporarily. But um, one thing about the zodiac that she was always interested in is that. The cat was betrayed by the rat, so the cat never got part to be part of the party for Zodiac and was left behind pretty much. And she was like, she felt always felt so bad about um, the cat that she wished she was born in the year of the cat. Uh, but long story short, she eventually goes to this school where she meets these, the this person who's like the the prince of the school, named uh, Yuki. Uh, Yuki Soma. Basically, these people are like part of the Zodiac. Part of the, these are actual people. 
in human disguises, and if a person of the opposite gender uh, hugs them anyway, they change back into their form. And her, the free space is focused primarily on the rat and uh, the cat who have a rivalry. And about, you know, this girl who moves in with the house with them and just shenanigans and life that goes with. So heavy anime, not, but it's comedy too. And it's just fantastic. I said give it a watch. Um, I haven't had a romance anime that's fun and also beautiful like this since uh, My Love Story. So, so I would what would you rate this one so far from what you've been watching? Uh, so far, um, I give it I, I give it a five out of five for romance. I, it's not something I dive into that much, and I'm I'm enjoying it. Uh, there's not an episode I dislike. With my wife, we gotta pace ourselves, so we do like we watch like two episodes. We like get up, watch two episodes, take a break, and then later on we'll watch maybe two episodes because she only can handle so much. But it's good just watching it and like. My wife being anxious that she's pacing around the room because uh, drama stuff is happening, and it just it just great characters. They they bounce each other. There's a rivalry between the rat and the cat, obviously, and it's just good. Uh, so I think it definitely needs a good time if you're looking for a a just a nice, cute slice of life comedy drama anime. Yeah, and that's fruits basket. Fruits baskets, and you can find this on Crunchyroll. Funimation. Yeah. All main sources. Yeah, pretty much. So going a little away from that, the next one that kind of stood out to me was released this season as well. It is Iskai Quartet. Iskai Quartet. Yes. What that is, is it's your, the four, I would say, major Iskais all mashed up together. So we have our Overlord, our Konosubo, or ReZero, and Saga of Tanya the Evil, all just like them and their groups thrown in to another world. So they, Iskai the So they got taken from the world that we were already in and yeah, go to another They Iskai. got iskai in the Iskai. It's <laughs> okay. a double Iskai. It's an inception of Iskai. And they're now sure. all there having to go to school. So they have to elect a class representative. They talk. It's hilarious. Again, it's kind of chibi, so it's made to look more cute, not realistic or anything yeah. like that. Almost like the Titan Tackle Titan School. It comes or out Rock Lee. on Tuesdays. And its episodes are also only like ten to uh like twelve minutes. Oh. They're not like thirty minute episodes. So I really enjoy this. I mean it's just something that you kind of forget about, you come back to it in a couple weeks, you have like four episodes to watch, and you can kind of burn through it quick. It's lighthearted. How they all interact with each other and share stories from what happened in their perspective worlds to each other was really interesting. And yeah, I was kind of, I'm a fan of it. Again, I would say I would say it's a five out of ten for me. Um, Crunchyroll gave it a four and a half stars. I would give it probably about a four. It's all good. Right. It's funny. I'm enjoying it. And I kind of wish it was more like 30-minute episodes or like 24-minute episodes. I wish it was a, like a standard episode, but... I've been checking out. What's the next one coming up for you? I'll save that one for later. Uh, this one is... Uh, you know? I'm not going to say all the whole Japanese thing right now. But... Uh, Kono yo no hate de koi wo Utah shoujo, you know. 
Woo! Woo! Okay, but anyways, uh, this one I just saw a lot of, like, praise on Crunchyroll. Like, this review stars. Um, I gave it a chance when I actually found the time to watch the first episode. So, this is very going to be very limited. I won't get a ranking for it because until I watch more. But basically, oh. it's about this young student whose father is a historian who goes missing. You know, typical stuff. Mm-hmm. Dads go missing. He uh, goes to school and stuff, and eventually he gets these boxes, uh, which is weird. He gets one box with uh, uh, this talisman thing, and then he's like, what is this for? Then he gets another box the next day that has a manual and how to operate. Basically, all his dad's notes, and his dad sent it to him for a reason, told him, hey, go here and uh, go to this special place. And when he goes there, he finds out that there's a person who wants to continue his dad's research, but turns out to be a bad guy. And he's like, give me that talisman. Here's a gun. And he's like, oh, snaps. And basically, this device is kind of like a time machine that allows him to go into parallel universes. So it's going to be a lot about jumping back and forth and how he is trying to fi- find his dad and figure out what's going on and why that he needs to collect like these stones that are also for this device and how important it is. So the first episode is very like by the books, uh, sets up some plot of uh big issues but also goes right into that that the kids character will jump in parallel universes i said give it a chance uh there's some fan service with the women characters um but nothing too uh like too inappropriate i don't know the guy the guy's kind of goofball main character that can be serious but I don't know. I'm gonna give it more chance. I do like a follow up probably next sounds week. Sounds kind of similar to Steinsgate. Yes. Just a little bit in terms of like the different parallel finding a killer. Yes. Seems pretty interesting. So what, what was that called again? That uh, was called... This was called. Uh, you know. You can you can find it on Crunchyroll pretty easily. It's uh, up there. So I've been having kind of a relaxed week at work. Nothing big or dramatic has happened in terms of uh, my sales office. And as this has happened, when I come home and kind of relax, I I like to always put on, like, anime, of course. Yeah. And so I found this one called Sen... uh, Not Senrio. It was The Helpful Fox Senko-san. Yes. And what that is, is... There. (laughs) It's pretty much about a salary man who gets beat up all day at his job. And then he just comes home just miserable and tired. And this fox spirit sees it and is trying to pretty much just take away his, like, misery. Take away his, like, sadness. When he comes and home? So, yeah. Oh. So he just comes home. He gets that, like, eight hours of just respite of, like, being happy, kind of getting charged up. And then he goes back to being depressed and working a, like, 20-hour shift at work. And so then he just, like, feels that kind of depression, and you can see this black aura just, like, way on him. And then he sees this, like, helpful fox who just wants to pamper him and, like, help him out. And it's not about really... drugs, is it? No. Like, right. there's no... <laughs> no drugs. Gotta chase like that. that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it was just more like an adorable kind of feel-good anime where okay. it just has... I mean, if you feel like you're run down from your work, and you just need, like, some pampering. You really need to feel good. Just, like, yeah. something that's, like, cute, very mo, chibi, adorable. I mean, this right here is it. In terms of it, it comes out on Wednesdays. Um, on Crunchyroll, it's rated a five-star so far. Just with the limited reviews it's gotten. It's uh, on its seventh episode so far. Hmm. I've enjoyed the cast. 
I've, and again, when if you've had a hard day or a relaxed day and you're just like tired in general, I would recommend to put this on and just kind of like decompress. And again, it just like it's very heartfelt of just kind of letting the days drag on you and just feeling that kind of respite. It feels nice. So again, that's called the Helpful Fox Senko Sen song. I myself recommend it. I like it. I'm probably going to end up watching it like for the rest of the season. Oh, wow. I'll end up finishing this one. Again, it's a cute one. Yeah. It feels good. And again, I'm just I'm waiting for other stuff to come out. So it's a good burner for sure. Yeah. Has there been another one that you've been checking out? Uh, there's one that uh, was a series I watched. Uh, basically, they Crunchyroll released a movie of it that came out a while back. Um, but basically, this one is called Peacemaker. I watched a whole anime when uh, it was like I, it was like four or five years ago because it was like when I was no, I had to be it was like eight years ago because it was when I was in Japan. I watched, I bought this series and watched it. And Peacemaker, yeah, Peacemaker. The, uh, the anime is Peacemaker. The movie is called Peacemaker uh, Koruga. That's a, the name uh, Korugane. Gane is a, the movie, but Peacemaker is an anime that you can look for. Watch the series, but this is a movie that kind of continues uh, the anime because it never got a second season and it ends kind of abruptly. And basically, this movie expands on the the main character getting older because he's like young and Peacemaker. And Peacemaker basically was a tale of revenge. And then once someone got revenge, someone else's the movie is basically about towards that. I don't want to spoil Peacemaker, but just say you went when you get revenge to someone, there's consequences, and someone is gonna want. Also, more revenge. Yeah, that's, that's basically life. what it is. And the movie starts out. I only watched a few, like ten minutes. I want to really give my time to it. I'll probably do a if if uh, John doesn't mind, do a, like a small little spoiler breakdown of it, thirty minute podcast that we can do. That'd be cool uh, to talk about it because we are going to do movies this summer. So just to see if we liked it or not. Uh, but basically, uh, it it there's going to be a lot of jump cuts in it. So I definitely. I'm definitely gonna go back and rewatch Peacemaker just so I can have ahead of time. Because if you just jump right into the movie, they they hint back to stuff in the first Peacemaker, but also to other things that either if you read the manga continuing or if you watch the series, you might be lost if you don't have it refreshing your mind. Like I said, I watched this eight years ago. Of course, yeah, I don't have that it all for sure. in my head. Uh, but I highly recommend going back and watching Peacemaker's old anime. Uh, that's pretty good if you. If you want a quick little summer animated watch, it wasn't that many episodes. And then check out the movie because you got to support these markets. All right. So that was Peacemaker. Peacemaker, yes. So I've kind of had the same theme aside from Demon Slayer, which mine's just been kind of relaxed, feel good, kind of chill anime. And so for me, the next one that comes up that is kind of, I mean, I can't really say it stood out in terms of something I looked forward to seeing, but it's definitely a burner that I've kind of enjoyed. It's called Senryu Girl, mm. and it's pretty much uh, the main character, Nanako's scene, I mean, just standard high schooler, like usual. Yeah. And But she can only communicate through Senryu po- poetry, which is like haikus. So it's She like, can't speak? Well, she can speak, but she gets very nervous when dealing oh, with people. So. okay. The only way she can genuinely have conversations is like five, seven, five syllables worth of things. Okay. So that'd be like, Ernest, I hate you. You are a piece of crap, too. And people read it. One day you will 
Oh, damn. Be cool. Thank you. Yeah. One day. That. One day. One day. But not today. So, That's pretty much, order. if you're only going to have conversations through 575 syllables, obviously, life's going to be a little tough for you. For sure. So, it's pretty much just like a good high school feel-good anime between her and one of her friends, E.G., where they're just in this club together, pretty much not trying to confess their feelings to each other, but also enjoying, like, the act of poetry and just being cute and adorable and not having worries like Bill's. So it's a good one. Again, I would say if I, I genuinely had to rate it, for me, it's like a three-star anime. Crunchyroll, it comes out on Fridays. Gave it a four and a half. So and it, I have seen it on a couple other people's list on YouTube where they do recommend to watch it because, it, again, it does have some typical good feel-good moments. So that was Senryu right there. For me, I have pretty much only two others for this season Live act aside from oh I guess one punch man counts. Yeah, we're on yeah, we'll go through that. But what's the what's did you have another one that stood out for you, man? Uh there's one that I, I watched the first episode and I was like, I can't do this. Which one was that? Uh this was uh Namua Mida Batsu Yute. Oh, I actually yeah. wanted to check that one out. Um basically this is about uh like very like Japanese legend figures that are in, like, this special, like, shrine that they can go back into humanity. Basically, it's almost like, before there was, it, the synopsis is like, before there were superheroes, there were legends. And basically, it's just legends of these figures in history that were just these, these, these great people. And basically, it's about them interacting in the human world and, like, being, like, going to shrines and stuff, because they're kind of like god figures. Uh, but basically, it just, this is a, been a recently popular genre that they did a few i saw like ones that are like this but to me it was just kind of it's just boring yeah like it yeah it was just these two characters who are competing against each other uh in a house full of all these like characters that their names pop up and it made me think is this a series that you should watch the first one so you can you can understand because it like throws these titles of these characters and like the first episode was like yeah, go and go uh the main boss who runs everything for us, go to the store and get cabbage and milk and stuff. It's like, all right. And they get dressed up because they want to be warriors. And they go to the human world and they got to change their appearance because they can't look like they're godly figures. So they look like either a, uh, a slob or a cheerleader girl. It just didn't grasp me. And again, this is, it speaks volumes about maybe this is just not my genre, but it just wasn't compelling enough to me and i, I wanted one like this because i want to watch a old like japanese style like about legends and i thought it was going to be about their history and not about them being a modern world that's my fault for not looking into the synopsis but what i'm getting at is like if you guys know of any like legend anime about history historical figures that is highly recommended Please let us know. Well, they had that one. Did you what? ever finish? It was by the people who did Helsing. Oh yeah, yeah. Drifters. But Drifters, Drifters is was, about, um, but they're it's almost it's guy in a sense because he's I, going to a different world. They die and go to a different world. I mean, literally, it is an East Kai. Yeah, it it's is like, an East Kai, but the three main people are all historical Japanese figures. Yeah. They talk about tactics and all of that. Well, I want like, I want one just something about the history. Drifters you know? was beautiful it, it was, was a great one. Oh, i really wish they did this there's two anime out there that i would get really upset they never did it in season two drifters and another one called classroom of the elite 
That one, oh, that one's was popular. amazing 12 episode ride that just pumped me up and then it ended so great and so uh, oh. uh Dead Man Wonderland as well. That was another one. Yeah, I was like, like that one was good. So pretty much okay. The one he talked about at this point it was Namula Midaba Butsu. Oh. It comes out on Mondays and it's rated about three star on Crunchyroll at this point. Again, whoever gave that five, those two people who gave those five stars are generous. Actually, no, I, I will. Hey, I gotta stop. I gotta stop. My tastes aren't everybody's tastes. I gotta realize that. Ah, okay. Sometimes people have bad tastes. <laughs> uh, yeah, you want to jump in some continuations or one that I thought was gonna be good but turned out? Oh, uh, right before oh. that, I wanted to give just. Uh, one more kind of shout out to okay. another anime of this season. It was We Never Learn. And that right there is pretty much like the harem of this season. We never Main all. character, uh, Nariyuki Yugiya, is in his last year of high school, wants to get a special recommendation to college because he's broke and his family can't afford it. And in order to do so, he has to jump through standard hoops of teaching his genius classmates. So his classmates are geniuses in a specific field, but they want to pursue their dreams in a field that's usually opposite of what they're good at. Why? Because it's their passions. Like, and each one oh, has a so, okay. so they, they're good at one particular thing, but their passion yeah. is for something that like, they're terrible at. Yeah, like one wants to be um, like is an amazing writer, okay. but she wants to get passionate about astrology. Or astronomy, astronomy. So she's an amazing writer? Yeah, but, but she, she doesn't to... want to go to college for writing. She wants to go to college for Astro- science and okay. astronomy. And so... They have, I mean, it pretty much just talks about the pressures of if you are a gifted student and how you might not be passionate about that gift and how other people can, will, and will force you in, even though they might think it's for your best interest. I mean, it's not your dream. So it's pretty much just the main guy teaching these people, I mean, as their tutor, just to kind of follow their dreams and, you know, through a lot of hard work because they're all pretty dang dumb. Yeah, he slowly raises her grades and gets him up there, and so it's a good, you know. Again, it's a harem of the season for me. I've enjoyed it myself. He always has some of your best girl. Some people say it's uh, the main girl. I mean, there's three main girls. One that's like the childhood friend. One that's like the science nerd. One that's uh like literature nerd. So I like it. Again, I'm enjoying it myself. They rated it. Uh, what was it? It was four stars. And again, I enjoy it. It comes out on Saturdays. So it's one that I usually do end up waiting and looking forward to when this one gets dropped. Okay. So that kind of deals with the main stuff. Now, the one that we kind of had a little bit of hope on. One that Being we thought we were going to enjoy. I think you caught it more than I did at first. It's called Wise Man's Grandchild. Now, Ernest, I want you to kind of explain what this is and why we were mistaken. And did we have too high of expectations? Um, Wise Man's Grandchild is another Eats guy. Um, it's I think it's a it's a Eats guy that just follows the the format of what each guy is but doesn't build on it or gives a, a character too much and i came to realize this uh later on because of other comparing like the ones i love right now like uh 
uh, ReZero, Sh uh, Shield Hero, ones like that that do better story development and don't make the main character OP. And there's ones that came out that I loved at first, but I just fell out. One being uh, Knights and Magic. That's about a genius coming back to going to the world and he knew everything. He's just perfect and never really felt challenging. Like there was never going to be a real threat. And another one was Death March Parallel World where the guy is just OP. I enjoyed that one. He's still OP though, yeah. is it? Oh, he definitely. Yeah, it's like, but uh, you're never gonna, you never gonna be in a situation where his first ability is a meteor that comes out of the sky and blew up fifty yeah. troops. He was level one and it killed level fifty troops. Yeah, but my issue is this for that one, just being like the character, the main character, while being OP, isn't interesting. It's just it's almost like he, this is a dude with a harem. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but this one, Wise Man's Grandchild is, again, just typical, boom, this guy died in his past life, he's reborn, and he is reborn in this family of a knight and a magician, and he gets to meet, no, no, uh, he's basically, I'm thinking about a manga I was reading, actually, <laughs> but anyways, uh, first episode, he's reborn, he's, he's saved by this by coincidence, he's saved by this great magician that is the strongest dude ever and basically raises this guy's grandchild. And he still has his memories of his former life, so he's able to kind of like have more ideas of what how much he can go with magic and stuff because he's like, Oh, you know, if I can think about this kind of thing, maybe I can make it happen. And yeah, just follow the format of guy, great prodigy, goes to his magic school. Falls in love, and there is a bad guy in the back, antagonist. Um, yeah. Just so I can say the 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 story plot before we I hear switch over to John so he can say his spiel. We can just really talk about it because I think we're gonna talk about this for a little while. Uh, at least we talk about the first two episodes, and actually no, we're gonna talk about that. I'll just talk about why I dropped it after episode five. Um, so, a young man dies in a car accident and is reborn in a magical new world. The old yet wise Merlin, wink, wink, uh, who's Merlin, finds a boy, names him Shin, raises him from infancy, and <laughs> teaches him combat and powerful magic along with the way. What the? At 15 years later, Shin is ready to travel the globe on his own, but Merlin forgot to teach him something major. Common sense. Even though I never... I never understood that Get because that if he was a adult in the other world and got hit by a car, he still has memories of that other yeah. world. So how does he not know common sense? I think it's just a bad synopsis because he has common sense. I think the only thing he doesn't have is like, hey man, uh, don't show how OP you are because you're in a in the world where they will recruit you or want to assassinate you because you're too OP. And don't be so generous and be a dick to your dude, dude friends, because women are great. Just imagine you having this power, and you're like, hey, man, I gave all these girls these great things. I was like, hey, you got me anything? No. Well, they hooked so, up one of the guys, well, the prince guy, like, like the main the main homie you hook up. It's like, fuck you, then. The, 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 <laughs> like, uh, I mean, the other guys they didn't give much. a crap about, but the main guy, yeah, yeah. like, his friend. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I knew this wasn't a great anime because I actually watched one episode directly after Shield Hero. 
Okay. And so I watched the Shield Hero episode, uh, and then I followed it up by watching one of these, and immediately I knew the quality difference hmm. in terms of story, in terms of just like how it resonated with me personally. And that's how I knew that this wasn't a good anime, or at least an anime that I can really stand behind. I'm never going to tell someone watch watch Wise Van Graham's Child. If you want to watch something similar, you can watch In Another World with a Smartphone. You can watch ReZero. You can watch Konosuba. You can watch Overlord. I mean, they have a lot of powerful, like, Death March, you know, parallel world. Like, I just, <laughs> oh, nothing. I was just talking about not. Well, actually, I guess you can still watch parallel. For some, when I watched uh, Wise Man, I admit, like, there came to a point, especially episode five, where I was watching it, where I thought about that one time you talked about on the cast. Saying that this is a type of anime, like I, I want to recommend these animes to my enemies, so they get like, oh man, I heard this is a good anime, and then you just like this anime is horrible, because <laughs> Wise Man allows you to do that. You be like, oh man, this character is pretty cool. Oh cool, I like that it skips. Hey, they, there's no like, oh that girl's attractive, I'm nervous, but he's just like, hey man, I wanna, I wanna make sure this girl's alright. To oh, I got the crew and everything. Just everything happens pretty quick. The pacing sucks. But yeah, the pacing is horrible. Eventually, like this pacing is bad, and you also get to a point where it just like, eh, it's just like the main character is so great that even the people who are deemed as legendary heroes aren't really legendary compared to him. No, and it's not really explained. It's like yeah, I like it's to a point where like Merlin. It's called Wise Man's Grandchild. I think it's cool to have one character who, who is smart and he can do all the different things, but it shouldn't be a point where the guy who is the wise man is like, oh, I was able to do this thing. It took me a while, but I eventually got to figure it out. Basically just saying my, my grandchild surpassed me. It's just... I might watch more, but it's definitely one that I only want to watch it because there's nothing else to watch. Now, and to I already invested. some credit, it does explain why... The child did surpass Merlin, and why he does because of how he thinks about things. Yeah, because of his knowledge he had from the other world. So they do have it, but in terms of it's not like an obvious plot hole or anything yeah. of that sort. The thing is, is it just the pacing involved. You can tell they're like, man, we got twelve episodes, we got yeah, one we got shot. Jump in. That's exactly how it feels. There's uh even when you look at the poster, there's a character on the poster where when they introduce, you're like, oh, okay, this person probably gonna stand a chance. And then you get to it, and you're like, oh, okay. That person doesn't, it's still the main bad guy, but it just wasn't that hype. Yeah. It just quick, like, I think what's worse is when you have a good ace guy, like Shield Hero, and how you see how combat flows in those. And then you come to this one where combat just feels very quick and sporadic. Yeah, very blocky. Where it's like, boom, shield, rush, sword. It's never like any threat. Even when you, they say something as, Back in the day, what made your grandfather so famous and your grandmother because they fought this demon-level uh, person that got possessed by demons. And then the main character fights one similar to that, beats it, but they but they kind of brush it on the back because they say, oh, that person was... The one you fought was such a young magician that they don't really count even if they had the amount of power. You need to fight someone who's on that grand-scale level. It's just, it's just not one that when you compare it to good eights guys going on, like... Shield Hero that is continually. And what's funny is this actually comes out the same day Shield Hero comes yeah, it out. Does. 
So if you're going to have two East guys come out the same day and you have only time to watch one, I myself would recommend Shield Hero. Yeah. I like Shield Hero a lot more. It Again, I will always give praises for Shield Hero. This one doesn't compare. And again, I like East Skies. I'm willing to try and give it, you know, something extra. But it just didn't really hit. Yeah. And people, and so this ain't saying it's, it's, it's just not our cup of tea. And it's still four-star rated on uh, Crunchyroll. And I, and I can see why some people might might like it. Uh, you know, there's a lot of dip, different variety of characters. It's just, you know... They even try to put a best girl in there, but she's not as best, in my opinion. Elizabeth Forever, Waifu, ReZero. Uh, but yeah, it just it just wasn't what... I had hoped that it would get better, but just talking to John and hearing about the pacing and just seeing it, it just becomes, yeah, when you watch something as good as S.H.I.E.L.D. here and then jump to this one, or even vice versa, watch this and then S.H.I.E.L.D. You're just like, oh, I guess I don't really need to watch this. You definitely want to watch this before S.H.I.E.L.D. if you're going to do it. Don't do it in the other order. So that deals with pretty much the major stuff that's come out Mm -hmm. for this season. Now, honorable mentions in terms of stuff that I do want to check out, Carolyn Tuesday. It's by the people who made Cowboy Bebop. It's these two girls that are writing and creating music. It's like a modern version of Beck Mongolian Child Squad. But I heard a lot of high reviews. I heard that the music, in terms of like how it comes together... You actually like see the process of a song coming from scratch to like something, and I heard it has some very beautiful moments. Oh, cool! So I wanted to check out that. Why the hell are you here, teacher? I hear like a lot of funny shit on that, so I want to check that out. But those are just kind of two things I just wanted to kind of shout out that's on my radar to eventually check out, especially Carol of Tuesday in Tuesday, because anytime that you're gonna be produced by the people who do Cowboy Bebop or the director that did that, I have to see, okay, why did they go from Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Champloo, Space Dandy, Carol on Tuesday? It's going to be a very <laughs> oh, interesting yeah. like transition because it's not an action-related thing. So I'm curious, but that brings us to the stuff that's come out this season, or that's continued. <clears throat> I've watched two anime from scratch that's been continuing. Uh, for me, one that's came out that you've been on for a long time has been JoJo's. Yes, yes. I finally have gotten my ass on it. I've checked out the Golden Wind arc. Nothing before that, just the Golden Wind. So far, I've enjoyed it. I'm on like the 24th episode, hmm. probably. And so far, with the characters, how it's going, the story so far has got me on the edge of my seat a couple different times. I've really enjoyed what they've done with this. I mean, I would say this was a great recommendation. I mean, how are you enjoying this season opposed to the others? Uh, I I knew this season. I I think this is this season's one of those seasons that made me go. Uh, I wish I didn't hear all the praises of this arc. Uh, I feel like it got overhyped for me. Um, I like this season. I'm not saying it doesn't take away. Like I enjoy the characters and stuff. But it got overhyped that this is one of the best seasons of uh, JoJo. Mm-hmm. I heard this one, and then I know in the future the the one that's really praised is Steel Ball Run that we won't get to like two seasons from now. Really? Yeah, it's a while. It you know because JoJo's popular, so we'll get there eventually. But uh, this one is just good. Um, it, I think it follows the same format that I do enjoy that the main character 
being a Joe star isn't typically the main character. Like there's other characters who are leading because they're they're the leader. Period. Yeah. So why would so um, the main character who is the keeping the family line is going to take a back seat because they're leaders. Uh, but it also takes away some things I think about the main character's dream because like you can't say I want to be I want to rule this organization and be the boss and not lead. I mean. It depends on your version of leading. Yeah. Because it's like, it's different from what the shonens were used to, where you have Luffy from One Piece that says, I'm going to be the Pirate King, or Asuka and you know from Black Coat Clover that said, I'm going to be the Wizard King. I mean, you have a lot of these people that will sit there and announce their dream with a lot yeah. of conviction. This guy can't do it because he's in the Mafia. He's still the main guy, but even then, the other people in the party are like, hey, this guy's the leader, but for some reason, I'm more drawn to this guy at this point. I feel like he's almost more the leader. Oh, okay, that's really There's been that. a couple people in that party so far that's even said that about uh, the yeah. main guy. And because the how the mafia works is that whole branch system that you can't just go from being a, a foot soldier to being a don of a family. It, exactly, so, especially if he's been in the organization for less than two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'd. I love JoJo. I'm still gonna watch it. I just, uh, I just had such a fond memory of last season because it, uh, this season's definitely more like this vi- very serious villain. There's no real light heart heartness in the episodes. Maybe in the beginning, just because it has a little hint of like showing the system, the the seasons linking from one another, that's uh, passing the torch kind of. Mm-hmm. But this is uh, a lot more serious. A lot more serious, darker. And I, I'm enjoying it thoroughly. I, I'm caught up. I'm always going to be caught up with JoJo. JoJo is one of my fantastic all-time favorite series. It's already on my list. It's not going to change. And, yeah. I would never tell you not to watch JoJo. Only reason I would say for this one is I, I'm i glad John is watching it, but I would, I would recommend starting from the very beginning. If you really want to get to stands, by all means, start with part three, but I think you're missing... I think when you start later in the season, uh, even though you want to be caught up, it, it could make you not want to watch the other stuff because it's not as pacing is boring. Again, this is a guy who was writing these and got better and better each time or got or changed things where uh, stands in this season are very interesting and different than the first time he ever introduced stands. They're literally a guy who just has a gun. The stand. His stand is a gun. And there's a guy in this season who has a stand as a gun. It's a lot more interesting than the guy who had the other gun. Because he's just like, bang, 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 bang. And you're just like, a, a sword versus a gun. Who's going to win? It's like, yeah. Huh. Uh, but yeah, I, I would I, I would say definitely watch JoJo. If you're a fan, continue it. I love it. Uh, I definitely want to do, now that John's watching it, I definitely want to do a spoiler cast once the season's complete. Yeah. Talk about the big bad. Talk about which stand. Uh, would we want if we had to choose in this series that we'll probably exclude some because I, I already know that towards the end the one's gonna be too op and yeah or like the bosses yeah but OP. like uh have a or come up with our own stand and and talk about that that's all video someone doing that I thought it was pretty cool but yeah uh yeah, so that was JoJo's that really stuck out another yep. continuing one where I went from zero to a hundred really quick was Black Clover. Black Clover, I'm going to be honest, I originally, every time I looked at it, I always gave it pretty much just like a negative 
I negatively thought of it every time. I never had a positive thought of Black Clover, and I never even seen it at that moment. Oh, wow. Like, I seen random clips of it, and I always heard the guy yelling, and so <laughs> I hated that. And I just, I heard it a lot. So I felt like I had this weird negative bias, just kind of, that was unfairly placed on the show. Yeah. And I've seen a couple clips on Facebook where they show me random different fight scenes and different things that happen. And over the past few weeks, it slowly kind of piqued my curiosity. Then I randomly thought about it while I was at work. Ernest happened to hit me up at that same time and said, hey, I'm thinking about watching Black Clover. That felt like it was a sign to me. <laughs> yeah. I started watching it that day. Yeah. And I'm 40 episodes in. Freaking three days. Murked me, passed me so quick. Oh, and I can say I'm a fan of that series. They have a really good opening. Uh, their music is done really well. I like the main character, Asta. He's on the similar path as um, the guy from My Hero Academia, uh, Academia Deku. In yes. terms of, like, it's hard work, not talent. And so oh. and that's what I really like. You yeah. Know, very kind of similar vibes in terms of I'm not giving up. I'm going to do this. I mean, I kind of get a cross between uh, when I think of this, I think it's very similar to a cross between My Hero and Fairy Tale. Like a mix between the two. Because they have the whole like, friends are my power. Yeah. But one of the things he says that it always gave me goosebumps. It was like, not giving up is my magic power. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, and he gets hyped because, again, powers, uh, magic's everything to this world, and he has no magic, yeah. no power. So, again, a lot of people talked about Black Clover. A lot of people liked it. Some, I mean, I was seeing a lot of negative stuff online. Yeah. Again, screw those people. I can say I thoroughly enjoy it. And I'm on episode 40. I'm going to end up watching at least four episodes today before the yeah. day's over. I, th- I I enjoy it. I can't wait to see what happens. I like the dynamic between him and Nino. Mm-hmm. And, and that was like his childhood. The, the rivalry, and, yeah. And they both Always. had dreams to be the wizard king at this point. So it's like stomped at the very beginning. And one's very gifted with magic. And one's this complete opposite that has no magic. So it's really interesting. And this me. series does episodes with just Yuno, right? Just Yuno. Uh, so far, I, I mean, you'll see it. But it's not so it's not common. Okay. I mean Asta's the main But it's almost like for sure. it's almost more interesting like if we saw more things about like Sasuke uh, I don't know because I hated Sasuke and I, I felt like they gave Sasuke a little bit too much like airtime. Sometimes like, okay. Like again, but that's only because I like, genuinely hated that character. Yeah. yeah. I hated it. You know, he still has his like friendship where he doesn't treat Asta like a place shit. But yeah. He has that I mean, he can, he's, he, know, he, he doesn't sees, consider uh, him as a friend. He yeah, considers he, him as like a brother and a rival. Yeah, he that, resp- he respects him enough to say, "I cannot sleep on this guy." Yeah, not like yeah. how Sasuke was like, "He would never be nothing to me." No, no, you're you're a scrub. Ah, oh, you beat me up. Oh, right. Yeah. He's he would be the type of guy where he's like, "Oh, Asta's training right now. I have yeah. to keep training." Oh, wait, don't give up. You now, I know he's still training, and that's the type of mentality that. I enjoy it because it inspires me to work harder outside. And mm. it does what Shonen needs to do, which is, I feel like, pump up the heart. I mean, My Hero Academia, Dragon Ball Z, Bleach, Naruto, yes. all of those at one point or another has pumped up my heart and like gave me an adrenaline rush. Mm. Where it was like one moment kind of gave me all the hair stand up on your arm, gave you goosebumps, and then all of a sudden, 
whether it was a combination of the music or the action or like your favorite character said something specific that resonated with you to get that just like spike in your heart where you're almost you get that inspired feeling it is it shows why shonen anime is so important especially for because it's usually the uh what appeals to such a mass audience mm. so shonen anime i would say has an advantage over say like sports or say like fruits basket that's a romance yeah. because it appeals to so many more people and so to have something like that appeal to so many people and have it also inspire i think it's a very powerful thing yeah. i make sense to me why people like black clover and again i'm going to continue watching this for a long time yeah i think what i needed from this is uh when Black Clover was coming out, it was a time when Naruto was fully ending and Baruto was coming and Black Clover. And I wanted to jump into Black Clover immediately. I was like, I wasn't really interested in uh, Baruto. And I read a little bit of Black Clover's manga and I knew it was becoming anime. So I was like, there's no reason for me to read this manga anymore. I'm just going to watch the anime, watch the animation. And I think it's a time when you need to clean your palate of show, uh, a, this kind of genre because, again, you're starting back at. This guy has to get through this step. And I will just watch a whole series that I watched growing up since childhood of this guy doing the same thing, that same ball fair, and being like, ugh, can I do this? And Black Clover, in the beginning, had a lot of similarities to Naruto. Of lots. Uh, underdog, A, I want to become uh, really the Hokage. Cool. Everyone downing him. Uh, him having special abilities. All, all this stuff that I was just like, man... Maybe I don't want to do it. And, and I let people feed feed me into the negativity of this is just a Naruto ripoff. It's it's so similar to Naruto. And then, like John was saying, I saw this video on Facebook and I was like, yeah. Uh, yeah, what, what just happened, what I just saw was beautiful enough that it made me feel that feeling I felt when I first watched Naruto. And I saw these little scenes where it's like, yeah, I'm back into it. I, I want to watch a Shonen, and I want it to be Black Clover, because My Hero isn't out right now. I'm going to watch My Hero. I'm going to watch it regardless, but I want to watch another one that I can actually keep up with, and I know it's going to always be there that I can always watch. Because sometimes you get sad. Sometimes you watch something great, like, man, this is great. Season's over. Overlord, that's my sad cup of tea. I get hype every time. It ends. 13 episodes, bye. We'll see you in maybe next season maybe not maybe. but black clover i know for a fact it's going to be constantly going and i thought my hero academia would do that but no so i know for a fact black clover will so i have no doubt about that yeah and i, I definitely say give it another chance uh depends on if you're watching baruto or black clover do whatever you want i'm not gonna bash on baruto but i think black clover is different enough from that the series of Naruto that uh, I'm interested in kind of seeing this king this these two characters play out and see uh, more characters expand. Black Clover comes across randomly where you feel you feel like it's similar enough to Fairy Tale in terms of being like lighthearted at points. Yeah, but has very dark overtones kind of throughout random episodes mm. where one guy will get his arm ripped off where you see people in the background die. Oh, yeah. Like they're lit or I mean I mean they're dead. And so Oh dead dead. Dead dead. Okay. I'm not unconscious, not like this. I like, mean characters like, like, oh that character was cool. Or like dead one dead. of the things like one of the random uh events that happens in Black Clover is like a bunch of kidnappings where they take these children and drain them of their magic. Oh wow. And they'll never get magic again. 
and that being like the main source of like life in that world. I mean, again, just very kind of small, dark stuff. Basically makes that person who's gifted feel like I'm nothing now. Exactly. It's always like the people who are below the total pole is treated some racism. And they have, well, they have so much classism in there. Magicism. It's pretty much like, oh, you're not a noble, you're a peasant. Oh, it doesn't matter what you do, you're a fucking peasant. And like, that's the type of stuff that makes me mad and makes you sympathize with the two main people because, again, they're both peasants. They both came from literally nothing a church in the middle of nowhere. And both have dreams to become the hardest working person with the most merit. Yeah. And so, again, it's really good. I liked it. It's great. So that deals with Black Clover. I mean, aside from that, man, I mean, did you have any other ones? I mean, there's only one other one that I've been watching this season that's kind of stuck out to me. Uh, I'm going to throw on some ones that are know are, are greatly praised and loved uh, that I watched some, but just need to get back into it. Uh, for sports anime, Ace of Diamonds is continuing. Uh, great series. I'm pretty much almost done with the season I'm in, and I can just jump into this one. I just haven't had time. But if you love... like to talk about is well before that before we bring up pretty much the last final anime that's yeah. made a good impact i wanted to bring up two openings for the audience because we always okay. put some form of music in it has to be a little interact not quite interactive but just something where it's like hey this is kind of stood out over the many times i've seen it maybe the audience might enjoy it maybe they for might sure. not and that is oops oops there we go. I had it, and then I got rid of it. Oh, yeah. So, I was like, okay. Yeah, don't goof. So, do this it. right here is the opening for Demon Slayer.
hyped. I mean, how do you listen to that and not get hyped off hunting demons? You can't. Ooh. But I have a bad habit of going, yeah, this is, I'm ready to hop into the, I'm ready to splash into it. Oh, man. I, I want to jump into, right into the episode. But it's always great watching the animation and watching something that does get you prepared for what you're about to jump into. Shield Hero, One Punch Man, Dora Dora, that. I end up, end up like, I, I would say at least one in three episodes, I'll listen to the intro. Mm. Yeah, big fan. So, for me, I want to play one more intro, and of course, this is um, going to be just because the anime has inspired me lately. It's the intro for Black Clover, Haruka Mirai. So that was the opening theme for Black Clover Season 1. First Haruka Mirai by uh, Kankaku Piero. Piero. Kanakakaru Piero. He said Karu. There is no R-U. Piero. Kankaku Piero. Well, all right. Actually, so going by Japanese, yeah. uh, there's no... <laughs> all I know is, for sure, It's the song is called... Uh -huh. Haruka Mirai. That's all that matters at this point. If you got offended by us pronouncing that last <laughs> one, I'm sorry. You can find it on YouTube. We're YouTube. genuinely YouTube. trying. Literally, just go to YouTube. We just went with it. Yeah. Find Figure it. it out. Find Spotify, it. Spotify, you can look for it. But again, that one really stood out. I thought it was good. Yeah. But this takes us to uh, the final anime that's really stood out for continuation. It's been over two years since they released. The serious? first season, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's been a long time, my friend. The... So, this one is called One Punch Man. Oh, snap, crackle, pop. Damn. The man, the myth, the legend, the OP of OPs. The Kate Baldy? The Kate Baldy. <laughs> Saitama is back with a vengeance. And he might be back playing video games. He might be back actually punching people. But we know his attitude and his sass is back, as well as Gina's. So, from this point, what do you think about season two of One Punch Man? Uh, I'm loving it. I believe it's... Uh, sorry, I, I was way too close to Mike. I think it's better than the first season. I'm already going to say it right, right now. I think the first season is great at introducing the main character of uh, One Punch. But he's an OP character that uh, season two... He, he is still the main character, but he's like put in the sh in the background of the forefront of introducing the new villains and making uh, more of a, a setup of 
a big baddie maybe a possibility and all these like new new people who are kind of wanting to be strong or uh, seeking other things while leaving the main character uh the kate baldy to bring the laughs and stuff and i just think it's cool actually seeing the other heroes or s rank or a rank or, or b rank who actually fight and protect the city who want to get stronger or better characters that you they could have honestly brushed off as minor characters in the first season where like snake dude or uh, thunder guy are being seen because they want to get better and just seeing those characters kind of light up the screen it's just interesting i think it's cool and uh if you are watching a series john had to remind me watch until the end of the credits dude watch the whole, don't just cut it off either skip until the credits are over or watch until the credits are over so you can see extra stuff that you might miss out. But what about your take? My take is one punch. it would be shield hero and then it would be one punch man those are like the two major things i look forward to like mm. every week right get pumped up when it comes out highly recommend it i love what they did with the season and i can't wait to see more yeah i uh yeah i always kind of jump into it but one thing i didn't do because i mean john used to have this debate about which is better one punch compared to uh mob cycle uh i I'm going to finish Mob Psycho Season 2, catch up, and uh, once this is finished, I think we're going to have another sit-down and talk about it, a, a season comparison and see which one was indeed the better one that time. Oh, I think Mob right. Psycho was my, my the first season's compared. I think Mob Psycho's the best, but John, it's all about Mob, uh, One Punch, but we'll see. I might, I might change into uh, One Punch, because One Punch has caught my grasp this one more than... Uh, Mom Psycho did the first few episodes, but that could have been just because I just didn't have time to watch it. My we'll favorite see. for the new season of the Mom Psycho episodes have been yeah. the first episode. The first episode? Because of like what it dealt with like the girl and yeah. his own growing and stuff like that. It's hard for me to like the new season of Mom because I actually watched, they had Netflix release the live action of Mom. Yeah. And before this new season came out, all this content was on that live action. Oh, so okay. I've seen it all before, but through a live action perspective at first, before even moving on. So normally you don't want to do that. So the live action was like season one and two? Yeah. Okay. That. So again, I watched that when I was in Japan. Oh, so okay. I really enjoyed it. It was good. Again, I liked the live action. I thought they did a good job with it. <laughs> so I just... Again, that first episode to me for Mob was something really special. Like, it really was. And it was one of those that, like, hit the heart. It hit everything about it. So if they had that feeling throughout the rest of it, 
I can see how it can definitely keep up because One Punch Man doesn't resonate down with you. It's not yeah. endearing. One Punch Man is hilarious. Yeah. It's funny. It's meant to sit there and kind of shock you. And sometimes it can be like inspire you, but most of the time it's meant to just crack you up. And I mean, it does serious sideways jumps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Up by just jumping sideways cracks me up to this day. I mean, there's certain, so many things they do with it that I will always be looking forward to. For sure. So that deals with this season, the spring season of 2019 that we're, we have watched. Again, we're going to watch a couple more as well. Carol and Tuesday. Um, you're going to check out You Know. So yeah. there's definitely going to be other things we will definitely check out for the season that we'll end up talking about. I mean, aside from that, is there anything else that you wanted to bring up in terms of stuff that stood out for you? Um, nothing. Uh, definitely, it's it's just me and John is is doing this podcast and really like jumping into it. So there's only certain limitations of what we can watch or what they, that we get known about. So if you have recommendations of uh, websites that we can watch new stuff or rec- or that you know of anime that aren't isn't getting the praise that it should deserve please let us know reach out tell us where we can watch it uh my primary sources of anime viewing is Crunchyroll, hulu. uh hulu netflix, netflix. uh um, funimation v- we have vrv that has the partnership with high dive that has some shows but a lot of it's stuff that's on other platforms and youtube and youtube uh but yeah just let us know um we will i i won't I don't want to give a declaration of what we're going to do uh, next uh, next time. Uh, I do. I can say that in the next uh, two weeks from this time period, we I'll be done with school for a while for the summer, so I can, you know, we'll be able to actually do more content. And hopefully, uh, I have an idea. I want to start this summer. Just got to make sure everything flows well and be able to do it. And hopefully, we can. At least I'll say this: uh, summers will be our highest schedules until I'm done with school, and or until I stop bullshitting and actually come up with a schedule that works. But again, guys, we love doing this. We love uh, talking about animes. Hopefully, this sparked your interest, or you could uh, you might have questions, or might want to go into other things. But yeah, just as always, this is Anime Archives. You got, you want to close out, John, with anything? I was thinking, it's like, do I close out with a song? Like, do we just like end it with some silence? What <laughs> What do you prefer? I mean, uh, how do you prefer we kind of do this from now on? Because I liked with what we did with Paranoia Agent, that close out with that song in particular, because it was very kind of oh, monotone and yeah. how we talked over that. No joke, even now kind of gives me goosebumps because I thought it was so good. Yeah. Like, I really like that. So, I mean, whether it's an anime song, it's a random song. Or it's none. I mean, starting from this one to everyone, our routine. And you guys are hearing, because again, you're hearing us literally build and create this podcast as yeah. we do this. Uh, honestly, I liked how uh, Paranoia went as well. But I think we should do like song recommendations that we like. It could be anime or not that we feel like would close it out. I think it's just cool to show new, new stuff that maybe people haven't heard of or... Uh, aren't getting that praise because it could be for my anime that I, I'm not going to really watch this anime but it's a good song uh, like you showed me a song earlier today that was different not, we don't need to close off on it but a $2 bill I would never have known anything about it but uh, <laughs> but I could think we uh, there's cool songs that we can definitely check out and show to people so 
And whatever, whatever you're interested in doing, I say let's let's do it. Let's end it. Let's All right. So what we're gonna play is we're gonna play one of my favorite outros of all time it's called hero note ski it's the ending for outlaw star also known as mofina song beautiful <sighs> nostalgia Song's good when it gives you goosebumps. Oh, right it on makes Every hair stand up on your arm. Because I know we're closing out. I was like, I really hope I didn't offend anyone earlier when I talked about Nazis and homophobia. <laughs> 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 uh, but this song is beautiful. <laughs> you brought it back. I had to bring it back. I'm just like, the Nazis aren't forever. <laughs> it's setting into a